<laughs> we just leave that in, right? That'll be this week's intro. That's fine. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast. Give us a round of applause. Wrong button, you know. What happens. No, no, it's the right button. Sounds like yeah. Uh, every week to get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard. This is Tommy Shelby. I'm Tommy Shelby. This is Ryan Robinson. Welcome. Uh, how are you guys this week? Excellent. I'm pretty good. Not so bad. Yeah. Uh, what have y'all been playing lately? So much. Yeah. Like. Every now and then, I get into like this whole thing where I'm just playing a little bit of everything and not just sticking with one fucking game, and that's right now. Part of that's because I got some new stuff, right? Like, uh, James gave me the deluxe edition for Days Gone. Oh, nice. I played like an hour of that. Uh, what did I beat this week? You didn't put it on the list? Yeah, I put it on the list. I don't want to have to go out there to remember, though. I don't remember. Well, anyway, um, I got a 360 for my brother-in-law. It's an R2-D2 Star Wars edition. So I've been playing a bunch of my old games, and that's been a lot of fun. Oh, nice. We played Neo Geo Battle Coliseum last night. Yeah, we played a little bit of that. It's a really good game. It's a fighting game with Neo Geo characters in it. That's what makes it good. Like, other than that, it's an okay fighting game. Yeah. Uh, one of the characters, just he just uses guns instead of punching people. Marco? Yeah, Marco. From nice. Metal Slug. Yeah. You know what Metal Slug is, Shanae? It's a game. Have you ever played it, Shanae? No. Uh, you should give it a shot sometime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you like shoot 'em ups and platformers, it's pretty good. Uh, I was playing Scott Pilgrim vs. the World this morning. That's fun. I think you'd like that game, I think both of you would really like it. uh, Because it is very, very much a better River City Ransom. Uh, Um, I would not say better. What about River City Ransom is better? Nostalgia. Sure, I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. I'm not nostalgic for Michael Cera. Uh, This has zero to do with Michael Cera. Yeah, it's like based off the comics. Or the graphic novels. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've been kind of all over the place. Uh, yeah, I have not been playing anything really super new except for some like online social games with like uh, some coworkers. Farmville. That's uh, still around? No, like Evil Apples. What the, is that? It's like by the same people made like Cards Against Humanity. Uh, so it's like a similar premise of a card game. Okay. But it's like all a mobile app. So I've been doing a lot of like, and then because all of us have like different phones. So I've been like looking at and then downloading a bunch of like social, like small games that I we can play across like other phones and stuff like that. Cool. Uh, oh, I played, uh, played around with Joker and Smash Brothers. Oh, nice. And that's pretty fun. Yeah. Brother got the... DLC for that, and yeah. then, uh, so I've been playing that some, Kingdom Hearts still. What is Joker's final smash? It's an all-out attack. Okay. It's like what would have been the tech Avery thing. I yeah. figured that's what it would be. And then, um, just like the mobile games I've already been playing, and then still some, like, math games. Yeah. Uh, nothing super new or exciting in my realm. I'll be back. I'm going to get a Red Bull. Oh, I've also been playing Baba Is You, and gotten other people to play it. I have a Red Bull, Tom? No, I only have one. 
You literally just drove here. Yeah, I did. I didn't want to stop because I was already running behind, you know? And he's in a mood today. He's in a mood today. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the lackable. Sure. I, I, could, I, could, I can probably see that. Um, uh, what have you been playing, Ryan? Man, well, honestly, I've been playing. I'm sorry, I beat Titanfall 2. There it is. Did you have to look at the list? Yeah. Well, it was on the fruit. I mean, he was out there, you know. So. Well, I don't know if you just randomly remembered, like, when he walked through the doorway. No. My memories. It's going. Sure. Uh, no, I've been playing a lot of games. Um, I've been spending a lot of time with uh, um, the Elder Scrolls Legends. It's a it's the collectible card game uh, based on the Elder Scrolls. Uh, I haven't played a uh, I haven't played a card game in a while. I've been kind of I kind of fell off of them for a couple years, uh, but I picked this one up uh, back up randomly uh, one day. I just kind of just got the urge to play it, and uh, I've been playing it pretty regularly uh, since like over the past like couple of weeks or so. Um, I've gotten a lot of cards and spent zero dollars, so that feels pretty good. Um, I've correct, I constructed a few decks that are doing pretty good for me. I've won a few games. That always feels nice. Um, Got them sweet decks? Yeah. So, like, in comparison to other trading card battling games, uh, is it, like, is it, like, Hearthstone is very simplified magic. Right, yeah. So what's it leaned more towards? So I would say... Honestly, I think that it, I think it's closer to, I think it's, I think it's like Hearthstone with like an extra rule set involved. Um, so on like, in every other card game that I play, like you have like one, like one area, like one plane where everybody's laying their cards down. Uh, whereas in the Elder Scrolls Legends, like the, it's split into two, like the plane is split into two halves. And on, if you put your card, if you play your cards on the right side, uh, then for their first turn, they have what is known as cover, and they can't be targeted by other cards during uh, while they're in cover. And then after the after that turn, then they lose it. But it's a way to like kind of strategically place cards. Like maybe if you place this card that you really want to play, but uh, you know your opponent would target that card first, so that you wouldn't get to do anything with it. So you put it you put that card on the right, so he can't target it with another card, and you might get the chance to use it. Um, but uh, it's it's a little bit different. Uh, from Hearthstone and that in Hearthstone you have different heroes that you can choose and each hero has like an action skill that they can use like some one of like I think some of them like get like extra armor to protect them from direct attacks some of them can spawn a weapon card or whatever uh, but on here like they they split it up into instead of specific heroes they split it up into like the different races of uh, Elder Scrolls their races get different bonuses to like the kind of cards that they draw or win or whatever lizard people yeah so you can be the lizard people Crab people. There are no crab people, as far as I'm aware. Um, but yeah, I've been having a lot of I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, I think, and I think I've bought maybe uh, like six card packs with just in-game currency. So, uh, and I've been earning it pretty regularly. So that's that's been really cool. Um, I I just got I've been playing Mortal Kombat. I have a lot to say about that game. So I'm not I'm not really gonna go into it right now, but I'm playing a lot of Mortal Kombat. Um, just uh, I just got Days Gone and Sekiro uh, yesterday. Um, Sekiro's really fucking cool. Uh, that's a really cool game. 
Uh, <clears throat> you actually uh, met my friend Justin the other day, mm-hmm. but he's been trying to work on the speed run for that game. Mm. And he's like seven seconds off of the world record, and he's like super excited. So every every day, like uh, that, I see him. He's always just like updating me on what his time is. That's really cool. Because uh, the and Sekiro is uh, I've never played like I'm I I don't usually play games that require the level of precision that Sekiro is uh, is asking for. Um, I think a lot of the games that I play, like even the more the games that lean more toward the more difficult side are like a little bit more generous than Sekiro is. Um, but it's like, but the trade-off there is that it's so much more satisfying when like things line up and like when you parry that attack or you like you capitalize on that opportunity, it's just so much more satisfying because the windows are so much smaller. Um, so like, Sinead, you brought up muscle memory a couple episodes ago uh, whenever we were talking about Smash Brothers and what controller to play on. Yeah. And, uh, I was listening to Maddie Myers talk about Sekiro and fighting games. And she plays a lot of fighting games, you know. And she talks about how, like, sometimes even if she's not playing the game, if she's just watching TV or whatever, she'll sit there with her fight stick and input those commands, you know. Uh, and that she's also been doing that with Sekiro and it's been helping her out quite a bit. That seems like something to try. Like, that, that game does seem to... Like muscle memory does seem to figure a lot into the equation of that game, yeah. and I've start, and I'm kind of starting to feel that uh, kind of taking effect. Um, so think, there's a. Uh, I feel like that can be said about a lot of the like Born Souls games as well. Yeah, but or like, like the Souls games. I, I mean, I know, like, yeah, I'm more. How, so- let's uh, get that muscle memory for roll dodging forward and left. <laughs> well, it's like getting the timing down of the enemies, knowing like, sure, like when but I mean that goes back to fucking Mega Man, you know. But even still, I think that the the like I was saying, like I think the windows for opportunity and windows for dodging and, and whatever in Dark Souls are more generous than Sekiro is, and so there's a uh, like early on in the game, you meet this guy who like he he like he, I guess he like he can't die. So he's like, practice your 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 swordsmanship on me. Training dummy. He's like basically a training dummy who can talk, uh, but he's it's like a like a really morbid training dummy basically. Um, and so he like you get to go through like these increasingly more in depth like tutorials on like different moves and like different like defensive techniques, and it's really cool. And like actually putting those things into practice is, you know, if I feel like. When I steal those opportunities, like I just immediately react. That muscle memory takes over, and that's really—it's really cool uh, to feel that kind of progression, especially in a game that is as precise and unforgiving as, as Sekiro is. Um, I've also been playing Days Gone. Um, I think I've put maybe—I don't know—I want to say maybe a good six to eight hours into that game so far. Wow. I thought it would be more because you're talking about the swarm, which I haven't seen yet. And like most people were like, yeah, you're not going to see really a swarm, like interact with the swarm until like 15 hours. So I think it's a little bit more. I don't know that it's like a scripted event or whatever, but like uh, there are like it doesn't happen often. But I like noise, uh, like noise and light and and all those things like figure heavily, heavily into the game. Uh, And I didn't figure out until pretty like until like a couple hours in that this is really uh, a stealth game i didn't i just i guess i never picked up on that when seeing it before um so i find myself trying to be like trying to be really quiet whenever i have to get off my bike to do something um and i was telling tom yesterday that uh, my girlfriend she had uh 
we saw this what looked to be like an explosive crate or whatever. And she said, she's like, she's like, she just told me to shoot. Like anytime she see, like she's watching me play, she sees something that like that looks like I can shoot. It, she wants me to shoot it. Uh, so she sees that crate and she tells me to shoot it. So I shoot it, and there's not an immediate thing that happens. I'm like, well, that was a cool explosion, whatever. I was like, I probably could have put that to better use at some other opportunity. So I'm just looking around, uh, like for for supplies or whatever, and I don't realize that the the zombies like that were pretty close by heard it. And like I see like one or two like trickle in, and then I look over and like there's like just a whole group like of them running toward me like too much to actually defend mm-hmm. myself against. I'm very quickly mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Um, I think that there might be like wandering herds that you might see, or something because I've heard about that. Um, but like in in areas where there could be a lot of them, especially in a time of day, is also a factor too, because uh, I think in the I think I forget if they sleep during the day or at night. I can't remember, but like during, I encountered a lot of them during the day. So maybe it's maybe it's during at, it's at night when they're yeah. when they're asleep. But like if they're so if you're if you're doing things in like during a time of day where uh, where a lot of them are out, then you're more likely to run into a lot of them who can overwhelm you. Um, versus you know you'll see fewer of them at night, but they'll be stronger. So that's kind of the trade off. So I definitely don't want to give impressions of the game yet because I don't feel like I've played enough of it to do so. Right. Uh, what I do, what I am curious about is I'm playing on a launch PS4, mm-hmm. uh, as playing 1.03, which was the update that was supposed to fix a lot of things. Right. And they've since had several more. Yeah. Uh, I've had some like horrible load times. Um, like, re- like, I don't, I don't mean horrible, like 30 seconds. I mean, horrible, like a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about launch day, bloodborne load times. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really, I get, I feel like they're, I don't feel like they're that long in my experience, but most of, I, I don't know, like, are the little times like basically like you're, you're dying and like reloading a save or something? No, like just going from the start of the game, a cutscene ends, goes to gameplay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't run into any of that. And I'm running it off of a SSHD, which right. you're just running it off of a regular hard drive. Right. Uh, so I haven't run into any of that. Like the only load screen- disc, well, even off of a disc, you're running it off the hard drive because it's PlayStation Four. Sure, um, I haven't run into any of that. I've um, the load times that I'm seeing are usually like when I'm like reloading a save or initially booting up the game. Yeah. Uh, but when it's for me in my experience, like going from a cutscene to gameplay is just it's and that's uh, good. I mean, you're playing off of a newer version than I was. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but they've yeah, and they've they've pat- like I think they've patched that game pretty much every day over the last week. I think they're up to 06 now. Uh, yeah, uh, which is, you know, a whole nother thing. But um, overall, the game seems um, okay. It doesn't, it's not doing anything, like, it's. it hasn't done anything to, like, you know, really, like, grab me. It's kind of like, it's a, it's a, it's a very, to me, at this point, it feels pretty average. Um, and that seems to be the general consensus. Yeah, uh, there are some, like, there are... Uh, there are there are parts of it that I find to be you know um, that I find to be satisfying and I find to be fun, um, but overall it's kind of it just seems kind of it just it doesn't seem it doesn't seem that engaging to me. So there's a guy I work with. His name's Roy. Uh-huh. I'm watching Roy. Hello, and he's like, "You gonna play Days Gone?" This is before the game came out, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna play it." And he's like, "It's been getting bad reviews," you know. I'm like, yeah. "Well, no, it's been getting like sixes and sevens." Which is generally like okay reviews, yeah. you know, and I don't need every game to be a masterpiece. Sure, but I do. 
Well, that that just brings up more questions because you play a lot of shit. <laughs> uh, I, you know, and I I went into I you know I I went into the game with because I said before like there were many times where I would forget about this game until someone <laughs> mentioned it. Right. Um. So you know I went into the game with uh I didn't go I didn't go into it with that that many expectations. Um. There are some things that there there are parts of the game that like kind of surprise me in like not the best way, um, and I'm I'm you're talking about story stuff like story stuff and like some of like the acting stuff like I I don't like Deacon at all as a character. So I've heard that changes quite a bit, but once again, I haven't played. Very well, I think yet. I think part of why I don't like Deacon as a character is like one is the way he's is one is the acting and portraying him. I just it's not good. I don't enjoy it. Who's his voice actor? Star Lord, Star Star Killer, Star Killer. Yeah, what's uh, that guy's name again? I don't remember, but you he, know the one. Force Awakens, Secret oh, Apprentice. Uh, Adam Driver. No, no, that's idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Shade. Um, but like, it's it's inconsistent in a way that is like really it and is very noticeable to me. Mm. Um. And it's just, and I don't, I don't find myself like I, I was playing it, and I was like, so far I don't care about any of these characters, which is, it seems like, it seems like a really hu- huge deal in a game that is so narratively focused as Days Gone seems to be. Um, so, I mean, I'll say this: you're still very early in the game. Yeah. So, I mean, they, like, I could, I like, there could be a turning point, and I could be like, whoa, this really. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but uh, from what I gather, the game's about sixty hours. Okay, um, and apparently that's too much of the game. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know, I, you know, there the, the like every like nothing is so far like the loop has kind of set in, right? So I'm not really so now at this I'm at the point where I'm kind of just doing things, like I'm just kind of just doing things over and over again at this point. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm. You know, I I'm delivering this here or clearing out this nest over here and uh, refilling my 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 gas tank again, um, and so it is, so far it's getting it's getting to the point where it's getting repetitive, uh, and and I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to stick with it, but uh, um, we'll see. And just just for some facts, Sam uh, Whitworth. Okay, thank you. Sometimes he sounds like Patrick Warburton, uh, and that, and that's, and that's something that I noticed more than once. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, the there are some, you know, there are some good things about the game, and uh, you know, the game is. I think the game looks great. Um, you know, they. I think the game is is it's very. It looks it looks really really good. That textures um, on a lot of things. I think the envi- I think a lot of the environment stuff is uh, like a lot of the stuff in like the like the wood like when you're on the woods, uh, I think a lot of that stuff looks good. I think they do some good stuff with lighting, um, but I think that they're but at the same time I think that there's a lot of stuff that also looks kind of samey a lot of the time. Um, it's like they've got some very muddy textures on certain things. Yeah, um, not that I really like. I love Near Automata and that game's fucking muddy texture of the game. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, you know, but I, you know, I, I wanted, like, I think, I think that this game is something that I could, like, it, I said before that this game seems like it takes off a lot of boxes for me. Yeah. Um, and so, 
on paper, I expected to enjoy it mo- and more than I'm currently enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I'll I'll give updated impressions as I play more of it. All right. So what are we talking about today? I don't know. Uh, well, before I say that, what were you writing down there? Was that was uh, that's a that's the game later. Oh, that's later. Yeah, that's the game. We're doing okay. a game today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Games. Uh, well, <laughs> I want I want to talk. Well, I guess uh, since that's what the case is, I'd like to talk now about Mortal Kombat. Like I have a lot of feelings about Mortal Kombat, and I really want to get them out. All right. Uh, take it away. Okay. So. My classes are really dirty. All right, so Mortal Kombat came out uh, last week. Um, 11. Yeah. And um, Mortal Kombat 11, I sh- I'm sorry. You're right. Mortal Kombat 11 came out last week. So, uh, Shanae, how many, how many of the modern era Mortal Kombats have you played? There's you, only three of them. Yeah. Have you played nine or X? Nine. Okay. Um, you made the right choice. I think I have played a total of three different Mortal Kombat's ever. Okay. okay. So I am more familiar with the uh, television and movie versions of Mortal Kombat than I am with the actual game. Sure. 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 And of course, like pop culture references. Right. Uh, Tom, you've, you've played all three of the modern uh, Mortal yeah. Kombat's. Oh, I played nine and ten to completion. Right. I mean... When I say completion with a fighting game, I mean like story mode, getting proficient with several characters, right. playing online quite a bit. Right. Uh, you know, when you roll credits on a fighting game, I don't really consider that as like you beat the game. Sure. But, yeah. Well, I mean, especially with a game as competitive as Mortal Kombat is, like I think completing the game is, is subjective depending on like what you consider your skill ceiling to be. Sure. But like like with my fucking list, right, of games I'm completing this year, Yeah. anytime I come across a fighting game, it's like, okay, well, you're going to beat the fucking campaign as much as you can yeah, and play online for many hours before you put that on your list. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I want to talk about all the things that I, that I, that I really, really like about Mortal Kombat 11. Um, so first and foremost, like that game, like I consider it to be the, like as far as, as far as the fighting and moment to moment gameplay are concerned, I feel like this is the best uh, of the of the last of the modern of the modern era of Mortal Kombat. Do you think it's the best because of the simplicity? No, I think it's the. I don't know about the sim. I don't know if the simplicity makes it the best because it me. is the simplest of the three. I think it's just. I feel like it just flows better and it's more gratifying and like I feel like there's more impact to uh, uh, the like the moves and like in the combat. Um, also, I think that I think that a game's potential to draw in more people and a, a bigger audience is, is a big thing for me too. I like being able to have that conversation with more people, uh, but I, I just I don't know. I just I enjoy it more than um, I enjoy it more than definitely more than I enjoyed X. Because um, I think that I think that Mortal Kombat X was just like it felt um, it. I I like the game, but it just at the same time there are a lot of times where it just felt kind of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it felt stiff to me in a lot of ways, and I think that Mortal Kombat and Mortal, Mortal Kombat Nine felt a little bit more fluid and flowed more freely. So, I like think. X to me, what I like about X is the fact that you have a three segmented meter, right? Um, which you don't in Mortal Kombat Eleven, right? And you have a run button, 
which you don't in Mortal Kombat 11. Right. Uh, but other than that, it's kind of the same. Not, not the same as 11, but like sure. the same as Mortal Kombat has been in the past. Right, right, right. Um, and, you know, that... I the, the, and the whole... And like I th- if Mortal Kombat 11 is Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat X is Mortal Kombat 3, you know? Sure, definitely, uh, yeah. The, yeah, the com- sure. the combos that you can do, the combos that you can do with that run button, change that game significantly, right? Um, and yeah, and I think you know that just it's just as apparent as it was, you know, twenty years ago when Mortal Kombat three came out, and that like, and I remember I remember talking to you about the first time I saw a Mortal Kombat three cabinet, mm-hmm. and I was like, run button, what are you yeah. doing here with that? And then you and get the shit out of here. Well, yeah, it's it's it, I don't know if it was just that it was just it was confusing to me, and I remember. Like as a kid, like because you know, I I never I didn't really get into. I've always loved Mortal Kombat. Uh, ever since I as for as long as Mortal Kombat has been around, I've I've loved it. But the thing about it is that I've never really been that much of a fighting game person. Like until fairly recently, um, uh, and so it wasn't until I became more fascinated with the culture of fighting games and the way that they worked that I realized what kind of impact the run button in Mortal Kombat 3 actually had on the game. Um, and that was also the first, it was also the first in the series where they actually like started, where they actually like started counting combos and like you were able to string together moves in a way that you hadn't been able to in the previous two games. Um, but anyway, the, what I, I guess what I, one of the things I like about, what I like about 11 is it just, and it could be maybe just as a fledgling uh, uh, fighting game fan, or fighting game enthusiasts. I don't. I consider myself always. I always thought fighting games were cool, but I never was that. I haven't been that enthusiastic about them until like the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, but I guess like for me, as somebody who is trying to, who actually is actively trying to be more competitive with with fighting games in general, uh, which I think I really think started with uh, with Street Fighter Five. I really think that like that kind of was a catalyst for a lot of the stuff. Uh, but. Well, you were you were getting pretty into Ki for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say mention. Yeah, but like I I don't think I because I I never ever play that game online. Oh. I was just always terrified to. Um, and it was and then with with Street Fighter Five, I just like just jumped online like right away. Like I yeah. was like I have to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that and that's kind of the the approach that I took with with uh, with Eleven. Uh, You're at an advantage with Eleven jumping in so early. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of been the approach I've taken with Eleven, and like, and uh, with any with any new fighting game, especially when you aren't as when you're not aren't as versed and as practiced in fighting games as a lot of other people, like I'm getting my ass kicked a lot. But uh, but the good thing about it is I'm feeling that progression, right? But anyway, but specifically to Mortal Kombat Eleven, you know, I like I like the way that the systems are coming together. Uh, Tom seems to be kind of turned off by that two meter system. There are things about Mortal Kombat 11 that I very much dislike, and things about it that I like a lot. Yeah, uh, it is the Street Fighter Five of the Mortal Kombat series. Yeah, I definitely. Love, I love Street Fighter definitely. Five, <clears throat> but like it slows things down to a crawl. It is one of the slowest Mortal Kombat's that has ever been. And I think that one uh, of the reasons I like Eleven so much is because it's like I love Mortal Kombat, but I also love Street Fighter Five, and it yeah. seems and it feels very similar. Right, to both Street games 5. are very grounded. Yeah, they're, they're bo- both very much about spacing. Uh, they're both very slow compared to previous games. And when it comes to fighting games, uh, you know, I prefer stuff like MVC, which is kind of fast and crazy. Right. You know? Right. MVC 3 uh, was just too fast. I, I too disagree. Fast. But, like, the, the reason those games can be so fast is because way the way that combos work in those games are greatly simplified. Sure. 
you build combos in MVC or like the most recent Power Rangers game uh, in a very simple way. Whereas in Street Fighter, it's like, well, you've got this move and it could possibly string to any other random move. Right. You know, uh, that's kind of what Mortal Kombat has become. And I'm okay with that. But like the whole meter thing, I just don't get. I don't understand who thought that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing with like the crushing blows is cool. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, and it's not just because every other game makes you earn meter, but they make you earn meter for a reason. Right. You know? Uh, now, that said, I've not played this online, you know? Mm -hmm. But to me, I think that anybody playing this game, as soon as they realize that meter just restores over time is going to go in, use their meter and then back off and wait for it to restore. And that doesn't make for a fun game to play or watch. Right. You know? Um, and I, it's been my experience. I've played, I'd say 30 online matches at this point. Mm. Um, and people seem to be pretty aggressive. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that, uh, but how much of that is like people understanding the way this meter is working and how much of that is just, it's a Mortal Kombat game, so there's a lot of people that don't know fighting games that are online playing this game. And I think that at this point it would be impossible to say. Yeah. But I I will I'll, say... I'll, I'll start up the study for you guys. Thank you, yeah. Shanae. Uh, but uh, as far as I can tell, a lot of the... A lot of, in my experience, and especially also with the way... Because you've, you've seen how I... A lot of times with fighting games, I, I play very aggressively. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't really back off. So, um, And I don't know how much, like... I don't know how much of that is me being aggressive versus them being aggressive because I'm... I kind of just never back off, right? Right. Um, so I can't really tell how aggressive they would be if I if that weren't my style. Well, it depends on like what you're playing, right? But like you're you're saying yesterday that you're playing Johnny Cage for the most part, and Johnny yeah. Cage, outside of combos, which Mortal Kombat 11, there are big combos in Mortal Kombat 11, but for the most part, you're looking at three and four hit combos, sure, yeah. which are pretty small. Yeah. Uh, outside of combos, Johnny Cage is more of a ranged character. Yeah. You know. Um. And so, and I, and I've kind of been, and I don't think that I've been playing him that way either. Yeah. Um, like his, his fireball is something that I just, the the arc on that is just something I'm never going. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to. And you can get it off up close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've been kind of been re relying on like actual combos and like string it, like finding ways to string into, uh, more like do a combo and like find that find a way to link that to another combo, which is again. Uh, one of the things that kind of intimidated me about about nine and ten was, like, I would look at people playing that game like competitively. Like, I would watch Evo videos and 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 everything like that, and I would look and see uh, the combos that they were doing, and just just ask myself, how are they doing that? Like, how 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 <laughs> like how are like how are these combos coming together like that? And I couldn't. Well, I, that's a mistake. That's a common mistake that I think a lot of competitive gamers make is they watch things like Evo. Or fucking CSGO or or whatever, and they're like, Man, I can't do that. I'm never gonna be like that. Sure. It's like watching the fucking Super Bowl or watching, you know, yeah. the NBA championship game. Like, well, I can't play basketball like that. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be competing with those people. Yeah. Well you're not competing with people anywhere near that level ever. You it, know? It's, what it I I think that the big thing is that I'm just like how like 
the game in no way informs me that that is possible. Right. Like at no point has. How did they find this out? Like at Who no. Who told them? Well, well, eleven kind of eleven's tutorial. Well, the eleven. Well, it's not the best. It's pretty good, and it well, shows you frame like frame counting, which very few fighting games do. What I was gonna say was in in previous games, like the because the because nine and ten they had tutorials, but they didn't. They weren't. Uh, uh, they weren't educational in the way that I feel like Eleven's is. Right. Um, because I think that nine and I think that nine and ten really focus on like the just basic combos and you got your special move and then that's kind of it. And they don't really they don't talk to you about frames. They don't talk to you about spacing. They don't talk to you about any of that stuff. And then and then they're like, okay, no, well now you're gonna learn fatalities, which is not an actual useful like no, it's not uh, skill in this game. Um, yeah, I was like actually gonna ask like as like a new player, I know like. Fatalities is mm-hmm. like a big pool for a lot of casual fans. Yeah, uh, and I was gonna ask how they were this game. They're cool. They're they're pretty. They're pretty good. They're pretty. They're they're really cool. There was one that made Ryan laugh so hard. Yeah, what was I, it? I cried. Okay, so <laughs> all right, so Johnny Cage has this has this has this uh, has this fatality where I don't remember how he does it, but he rips your torso off, and then he puts his he, then he. I don't know. I'm saying like I don't, the entire torso. Like your, he rips your torso off of your bottom what? half of your body. The legs. Then, then he, then he, uh, he puts his hand in your back, and then he he makes you like a ventriloquist dummy. Oh. And then he like he does a stand up <laughs> act where he's like he tells some like lame joke, and then like the and then like you hear like the audience boo, and then the tomato flies <laughs> and it hits the. The, the puppet in the face <laughs> and I laughed so fucking hard because I had no idea that was going to happen. Uh, uh, d- so each character has like multiple fatalities. Each character has two fatalities. You have, t- you have your two fatalities and you have, a, you have brutalities and brutalities are basically Ooh. brutalities are just, well, okay. So brutalities have been there since three. So, but they're, they're I different. Don't remember that. They're, they're different now because in, in Mortal Kombat three brutalities were closer to like what an ultra combo is in Killer yes. Instinct. Okay. Uh, Cause like in, in, in Mortal Kombat three, they, the, the uh, brutality was them doing a, a really fast combo on you till you exploded. Uh, with like five skulls, with, with five and skulls and 16 rib cages and 14 <laughs> legs. Ah, uh, yes. Whereas now, uh, um, ever since they incorporated uh, brutalities in the, in the, in the more mod and the modern games, it's more like a, it's a fatality that happens while you're doing a combo. Uh, so like you might be doing like you might be doing a combo during uh, during the the final round, and then like that combo, let's say that that combo ends with an uppercut, and then you uppercut his head off, and then you then you win the match. Uh, correct me if I'm misremembering, because uh, I thought because wasn't uh, like the ultra combos on Killer Instinct like you could just keep going with them. Yeah, um, uh, is that the same with brutalities in eleven or no? No, because in 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 Mortal Kombat eleven, brutalities are basically kind of just condensed into like one hit. So like a finisher move almost. Yeah, so but it's not like it's, a fatality, but just like yeah, yeah. There's there is, and I, I'll be I'll be honest, like the like if I had to if we're talking about comp- if we're if I'm playing competitively, I have to choose between someone between watching someone do a fatality and watching someone do a brutality. I'm gonna choose a brutality because it lasts a second, and. You know, when you're when you're playing online and when you're playing online, you're I don't I've never seen anybody do a fatality. I did a fatality one time because I was being obnoxious. But was uh, it the puppet one? No. Yes, it was. Uh, but it's just like most of the time, like when it when it comes when you hear finish him, then they're just gonna do like another hit just to end the match. Um, 
which is preferable because you don't want to watch someone do like an eleven. Because that's another thing too is that the fatalities in eleven are like just so much more elaborate than than they've ever been. <laughs> I just imagine like the like fatality starts and like Katana like gets like some setup, grabs some like crates, like yeah. sets it all up, then does it, and then you have to wait through the whole thing. Yeah, well, like you remember in the old Mortal Kombat's where someone would do a fatality, and the whole thing was just the fatality was just one thing that they did. Whereas at this point, like, the fatality is basically, like, like three or four things being done to a person. I mean, it's because, like, with Mortal Kombat 1, that one thing had never been done before in a yeah. video game and was very impressive. Well, and I'm not, I'm by, by, I'm by no means admonishing it. I, yeah. I love this stuff. Like, I can't, I can't say that I'm a fan of Mortal Kombat and not, like the, and not like the inclusion of fatalities. What I am saying is that um, if I had to play, if I was playing online and everybody was doing fatalities... Then that would just I would just be get tedious. Then you would and not boring. play online. Well, I'm not saying that I wouldn't play online, but I probably play online less frequently because of how much time that would take up. But anyway, so, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, you know, as far as from a gameplay standpoint, I, I love it. You know, I I love playing it. I feel like every the the skill ceiling feels like I feel like I can my I feel like my skill ceiling is higher in this game than it has ever been. Uh, and that's in a, Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat, and it's a good feeling. It's a really good feeling to have, you know. Uh, I feel like I like I actually feel my skills progressing, and I feel like I'm really get, I'm, I feel like I'm really getting you know better in my chosen character, which is weird because Kano's actually my favorite character, but I f- I just feel like I'm better with Johnny Cage than anyone else. Um, speaking of which, uh, Tom got I know Tom, you got to see uh, a bit of it, but that story mode. Um, I think it's about, I want to say six hours long. Um, just fucking phenomenal and crazy and wacky and, and sometimes touching, but also, (laughs) but like, it's just, it's just so. How do you feel about multiple endings? Um, cause this game has that. I didn't know that it had multiple endings. But uh, yeah. What do you like? So each character has multiple no. endings, or like the, but there's the multiple over- endings to the story. There's multiple yeah. endings. Oh, I didn't. Story. I because I only played through it once. Uh, I so mean, I mean, de- but what determines the, t- the ending that you get? I'm not sure. I haven't played it. But the 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 main the main thing about the story in Mortal Kombat 11 is t- is like time shit, like time travel and, yeah. and, and like changing timelines and all this other stuff, um, and it's. You have a lot of uh, characters in the present day meeting their char- meeting their younger selves, and uh, it's really like it's like like you have you have uh, Johnny Cage as like a like a middle aged dude meeting like young Johnny Cage. Ryan and I were I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was watching Ryan play some of this, and we were like thinking up this Back to the Future scenario. Yeah. We're like, I think, I don't remember if it was Johnny or Sonya, but like one of them <laughs> yeah. was in peril. And we were thinking like how funny it would be if like Cassie Cage pulled out a photo of like her and her brothers and like she's starting to disappear like <laughs> Marty McFly. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it'd be funny if uh, somebody was like ch- called Chuck Berry and was yeah. like, hey Chuck, you know that new sound you're looking for? Listen to this and just the Mortal Kombat theme song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but no, the, the it's just, it's it's so... Like it's so like to me, it's just so well written. It's fun. It's like it's like a, it's a really fun experience. Like all like all the the twists and turns of the time travel stuff. Like like I said, like the with the with characters meeting their younger selves, like like Johnny Cage meeting his younger self. Like he he like immediately he immediately has a oh my god was I like that 
like sort of moment with him because like Johnny Cage younger stuff is like still like the hotshot movie star like who's like really into himself and older Johnny Cage is like more grounded and humbled and like he's like I got a family now so like you know I'm I take myself more seriously um, or I take everything else around me more seriously and he uh, and John and like young Johnny Cage is like this like arrogant asshole like he's like he's wearing his sunglasses all the time he's got his flashy jacket uh, and um, he has this moment where um where he says to like Johnny says to his younger self, he's like he says something about being humble, and uh, um, he was like uh, and uh, like younger Johnny Cage was like, you know, Dad said humble people make the lunch and successful people eat it, and then uh, and then <clears throat> Johnny was like, well, Dad was an asshole, and Hollywood made us a bigger asshole, and it's and it's just and it's like watching him like trying to like like school himself on like not being a dick all the time. Uh, and but like also like I feel like if I met like angsty Shanae, I'd probably like also try to like make her not a dick. Sure, I got some things that I want to say to past Ryan, <laughs> but um, you know, and like the the whole thing with like this like this this transdimensional time wizard who uh, who's like obsessed with like like fixing the timelines to await like make it so that things are equal and balanced. I guess chronicle chronicle. Her, her name is Chronica, but she also, uh, <laughs> but you know, there's like, you have like, there's, you have like evil Raiden and, and good Raiden and like, and like everybody's like trying to stop evil Raiden from becoming, or trying to stop good Raiden from becoming evil Raiden. And he keeps getting really close to becoming evil Raiden over and over again. Um, stop trying to help. Yeah. But like, it, it's funny because like, it, it wasn't until this, this time travel story that I realized like how crazy and and like convoluted and like and nonlinear like Mortal Kombat lore is. Just, just now you noticed that. <laughs> anyway, so like it just because I'm just so like booty. I just think that's crazy, like for how much Mortal Kombat well, you've played like in the you, past, you know? I mean, as a casual fan, yeah, like I'm aware that there is crazy storylines, but I don't know the depth of them. But I have heard like about the story of like them like and when you have all of it together in one game instead of it being broken up, it is easier to see the scope of how ridiculous it is. Noob Sabot was shit was sub zero at one point. Yes. And uh there's two so Noob Sabot was, was Sub-Zero at one point. His younger brother also was Sub-Zero, but his younger brother got turned into a cyber Sub-Zero, but now he's not a cyborg anymore, but they don't tell you how he's not a cyborg anymore. No, wait. They tell you that he's not a cyborg anymore because once the heart of a warrior beats within him and he was able to find his way back through determination, and that's why he's not a robot anymore. I mean, that most of that is covered in, like, not all of that, but almost all of that is covered in 9, which, like, both of you guys played, right? I played. He was still casual. a robot at the end of nine. I said so, most of that was covered in. So nine. he was still a, he was still a robot at the end of nine. And now there's Scorpion. Now there's Scorpion, and then there's Bad Scorpion. But Bad Scorpion isn't bad anymore because Good Scorpion is also. Wait, Good Scorpion is also. There's two Scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like it's um there there's a. So the Mortal Kombat 10, they... How many fan ladies are there? One fan lady. Okay. Wait. One fan lady. Mm. Uh, there's one fan lady, uh, and that's it. And then, so, and they brought Jade, they brought Jade back. I remember they, Jade was absent from Mortal Kombat 10, uh, but she was a variant, her, her fighting style was a variant for Katana, which, to Tom's point, he was like, just put Jade in the game. I was like, I agree, just put Jade in the game. Yeah. 
Um, but um, there is some there is some referential humor in uh, some of the writing that sometimes is funny and other times is cringy. Uh, for example, there's a so you, I don't know if you've if you've uh, uh, if you've ever seen the Shanae, but like when two characters get together in a fight, like they usually has they usually say things that are relevant to each other like and if they know each other and they reference like whatever history that they have i've seen the, I've, I've heard them yell stuff at each other so there's a point <laughs> okay so there's a new character named collector uh who is like fiercely loyal to shao khan i almost said shir khan shao khan <laughs> and like <laughs> uh and so if you put them together in like a versus match at one point like because like he they it's weird because like at the start of the at the start of the match, like this guy's like complimenting Shao Kahn. Like he's like, dude, Shao Kahn, you're the greatest. And then Shao Kahn, he doesn't say dude, you're the greatest, but basically the equivalent of that. And Shao Kahn literally looks at him and says, Let's make Outworld great again. And I was <laughs> like, What? <laughs> uh and Topical. I was Yeah. And I was like, What That'll age well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> history <laughs> Shao Kahn is on the wrong side of history. Um But, you know, like a lot, like everything, like all the rapping and like the story stuff, like it's fun. Like a lot of it, like some of it, some like I did not expect to at any point, like feel like a moving moment in a in a Mortal Kombat story, but I did. But I'm not a good barometer for that because was it Shao Kahn and the Collector? No, uh, the Collector kind of sucks, but uh, I but, like him. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he uh, like but, of the new characters, at least he looks like a fucking Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, like know? they were like. I think who else did they add? I don't. They added. Uh, I mean, even counting like ten, you know, yeah. like all those kids they added. Like one of them was cool. Yeah, the rest of them sucked. And then like they took out two of them. They added that fucking cowboy that no one likes. I don't know. I don't know. People seem to like that cowboy. Well, people Ooh, are the idiots. collector does. Look cool. <laughs> huh? The collector does look cool. Uh, he does. He he does have a fatality. Where he's got baby hands. He's got baby hands that are focused yeah. primarily on his backpack that he wears. Yeah. What's he collecting? Yeah. Uh, what you got in that bag? <laughs> his, like, character model reminds me of something, and I'll probably remember later and text it to you guys. Sure. It kind of looks like Mamura. Yeah, I, I, I see Mamura. Um, that's probably what I'm thinking about. If I mean, if you're looking for DLC characters, that's where you want to go. That'd be so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, Mumra would be really They'd probably cool. make you pay like ten thousand hearts though. I heard rumors of Terminator. Well, there was a leaked list that was apparently from data mined information. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it's true or not. But I feel I think it'd be funny because this it's that game is so focused on time travel stuff. That I think it would be funny if the Terminator was still obsessed with John Connor, especially with all that other stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is talk in the FTC about Nether Realms potentially making this game like. Possibly not having another Mortal Kombat for a while. Yeah. So actually supporting this game for longer than a year, which Nether Realms rarely does. Right. Right. Uh, but who knows if that's true? Well, that's and that's and well that that came that was kind of part of their whole. It seems like that was tied very closely into like their strategy for monetizing on this game, like post release. Uh, but so, I mean, all that stuff. You know, the story, the story, again, like the, all the characters are like voiced like really well, like the acting is really good. Um, but there are some things that I don't like. Um, like such as? Well, 
I'm going to get this out of the way just because I don't, I don't want to belabor the point, but um, I think that the, I do think that the, uh, the inclusion of Ronda Rousey into the cast was a lame decision. Wait, Ronda Rousey's in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, she's Sonya Blade. And Wait, like, is she just like the voice actors? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't use her likeness or anything. Okay, I thought like it was just like Mortal Kombat char- characters and then Ronda Rousey. That'd be like, so fucking funny. <laughs> I was just like, why? Hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> I was like super good. Uh, no, but she, so she voices Sonya Blade, which is, you know. She's not a good voice actress. Not She's at not, all. No. She's not at all. And it's, it's funny because it, it stands out like, it stands out like amongst like, especially when she's like, like when she's sharing scenes with other people, like her acting is just like, it's just flat. And it's very funny. And it's just, it's just, it's, and it, and with the lineage of Mortal Kombat, like I almost had to ask myself, like, is this intentional? <laughs> it's like, is this intentionally bad? But you know, like, and outside of like the, you know, like it's and it's a it's a weird uh, it's a weird bad spot on an otherwise what I consider to be stellar game, um, and like even like not even taking out like well, not, it's not e- the only bad spot, right? It's not, but like not even taking into account her like her problematic like opinions and or whatever, but like. She's just not a good choice. And I'm just like, who, whose idea was this? Um, and I don't know if that was, and I, I and also like what, I mean, it's a marketing thing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But like, what kind of person is going to like play Mortal Kombat because they found out that Ronda Rousey voices Sonya Blade. Ronda Rousey fans. Yeah. I mean, of which she has many. Yeah. Like especially like I mean, not as many as she used to for sure. Well, I think like after it's more than not having any. I think like I think if after you can grab a thousand people, that's better than not grabbing. I think a that after people. I think that you know after her after she crossed over into like professional wrestling, I think like her fan base kind of grew like a lot okay. based on that too. I, for, I did forget that she did that. Um, I didn't even know she did that. Yeah, um, and I just I I really you know I. I loved I loved the I loved everyone's portrayal uh, portrayal in the, of their characters and, and uh, but it's just hers just stands off stands out as just really really bad and it almost seems like I don't know it seems it seems like she sent in a voice recorded clip from her phone and they just use that but uh, aside from that though like um, some of this crypt stuff is uh is bothering me like. I mean, they fixed it a lot already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we okay. So the other day, uh, there was a there was a um, an update, and it was basically so I I logged in. I was like, huh, let's see what they did. So I log in, and there's a a pop up notification on the uh, on the on the title screen. Basically says, hey, we've we've heard your we've heard your criticisms. Of the crypt and uh, and the accumulating of currency uh, for the crypt, so we're working to rebalance the economy in the game. Uh, but in the meantime, here is some free currency. So that was nice. Um, so as of right now, I like as of right now, I'm not, I'm kind of not into it because like okay, so there are there are chests in the game that so there's three currencies. You have your coins, you have uh, hearts. And you have time crystals. Time crystals are the only ones that you can actually buy with real money. Uh, and I think those just unlock, like, cosmetic stuff. Um, but, so, there are, there, are some, there are some chests that can only be opened with hearts. 
and uh, and How all. Do you get those hearts. So you get those hearts by doing fatalities, and okay. then you also finishing because uh, by finishing the towers, you can get some hearts that way. Uh, so a lot of the ch- like every chest that I've that I've encountered that requires hearts, um, it it takes two hundred fifty hearts to open the chest, and you get one heart per fatality, and so Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah, so. Well, you used to get one heart per fatality. Well, currently, I'm still getting one heart per fatality. Well, you might need to update again then, because as of several days ago, it was updated to three hearts per fatality. Uh, so, still. I mean, it's better. But then they also, but then they also, uh, then they, but then they went in and they changed like the the cost of <clears throat> like opening certain chests to to reflect the changes in the balance of the economy, um, and I don't. I guess I don't. I guess I don't see why one. The. Uh, I guess I don't see why the. Um, the game needs three currencies for one. More collectibles. It doesn't. Gains uh, you multiple currencies to mask the fact I c- that they're I c- trying to sell you something. I can see two currencies. I can see that. Yeah. Like I, I can see coins with the with the crystals. I can see that. That would make sense to me. But like SF5 launched with two currencies, right? Yeah. And even that, they were like, this isn't working. Here's one currency. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the most, I can, see, again, I can see two, right? I can see the game currency that I earn. I can see the, the currency that I earn by playing the game. And I can see the other currency that I buy to speed up and the again, other thing. Why can't be? why can't they be the same currency? Right. To um, buy, buy the currency. Yeah, like, I don't, I guess on. I don't understand why I need, why I need different why there need to be different currencies to open different? Just because get, they want to gate certain things yeah. behind different currencies. So, and now there's there's another thing too is that the placement, either the placement of the chest is randomized or the contents of the chest, the contents of the chest are randomized sometimes. And there so, are what some you things that will be in the same yeah. So you have you have, but for the most part, like a lot of the stuff is randomized, and you can go in and be like, hey, I want to rewind time and close these chests again and and shuffle the contents around. Uh, whereas before, like if you go into the crypt, like, you know where everything is. Like, like, so if I care about just these three things, then I can find out where these three things are, go in the crypt and unlock them, uh, and, just, and just be done with it. Now, of course, if you're the kind of person who wants to go through the crypt and you get, you get enjoyment out of going through the crypt and unlocking those things, that's an option too. But, um, like I've, I'm, I'm going through this, I'm going through this thing and the getting the coins is no problem, but getting those hearts, even at, even, even with three hearts, Per fatality, it's a fuck ton of fatality. I just feel like it. I just feel like it would be, um, and and I like, but at the same time, like this is stuff that I want. Like this, like the crypt has the stuff that I want. Pay up, and I don't want to pay. I gave you guys sixty dollars. I gave you guys sixty dollars for this fucking game, and I get it. I get. Pay I up. I understand. Like it's not. I don't have to do it. I don't have to. But you, you know. Want to. You know that I want this stuff, right? <laughs> so it's just like, and you know, I I've never been someone who like stands staunchly opposed to the idea of monetizing a game post release. Like, do like do your thing. Like, as long as it's like cosmetic and doesn't like it doesn't like actually affect gameplay. Do whatever you want. Um, but at the same time, I just I just don't think that like I think that they did so it did such a great job. With every other part of this game, that this just seems like a such a to me it seems like such a strange misstep. So Ed Boon has come out and said that like the reason it is as tedious as it is is because they want people to play this game for a long time, so, so therefore they want people to have things to unlock over a long period of time. 
And part of me is like, that's very PR speak. Mm-hmm. Another part of me tends to believe him. Um, and I'm not sure exactly why that is. I just like, I, I don't know, man. You're not unlocking anything super special, yeah. you know, outside of like fatalities, which you can get on your own as you did in previous Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat games. Um, I don't know. And I like the crypt in this quite a bit. I mean, it's cool. Uh, like the like the nostalgia factor of the crypt is great. You're go, you're running through like old environments from previous games, and that's really neat. And Shang Tsung is there at the front door. He's like, "Hey, welcome to my island. This is Shang Tsung's island." But it goes deeper than <laughs> this that. This is where though. the magic happens. Like like the attention to detail. Like, have you got to uh, the whole area with Goro's dining room and all that? Mm-mm. So like that is lifted straight from the Mortal Kombat movie. And at the head of the table is a skeleton. Of Kano. Yeah, holding the fucking cool turkey, you know. Like, little details like that, I think, are, re- are really neat. Yeah, there, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff in the game for fans of the franchise. And, you know? and, and typically, I am in favor of things like DLC or even microtransactions. Yeah. What a lot of people don't seem to realize, which we talked about this on the show before, is that those things are there because game prices have not gone up in forever. Long time. Games are cheaper than they have ever been. Still, uh, and they need to recoup those. Pr- that money. And they need to make that money somewhere. Game okay. Games are cheaper than they've ever been, and they cost more to make than they ever have. Yeah, every know? year they cost more. Uh, so I kind of get it. What I don't get is like that's a big reason developers, well, publishers will want to put in microtransactions. It's also a big reason that publishers will want to put in DLC. Right. Mortal Kombat 11 has both. Right. That bothers me. Yeah. Give me one. Yeah. So, closing thoughts on Mortal Kombat 11. Fantastic game. Uh, I've only played a couple hours of it. It's a fantastic game. First impression. It's okay. Okay. I think it's a fantastic game that I will be playing a lot of. Um, it's better than okay. It's good. Yeah. Um, fix your fucking model. Um. But you did good with the fighting part, which I guess is arguably the most important part of your fighting game. So good job with that. So Bring back Shiva as a playable character. That's it. Also Mumra. Yeah, bring Mumra into the game. Uh, so I have a game. Actually, don't, don't. Okay. What? It's okay. It's okay, Shana. You're doing good. What? She, no, it's, it's okay. You're doing good. Don't look at my list. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, still... Don't have t- working titles, but this one is the one where I name the video games, and if you need me to, I'll name the characters, and you got to tell me who the voice actor is. That's the name of the game. Tell you who the voice actor is? Yeah. Wait, but you said you're going to name the video game, and then the characters? Uh, well, so I'm going to name like the list of video games, and if you don't get on the list, then I'll put who, then I'll say who the character is in the video games. But how would I get a voice actor if you just give me the title of the game? What if there's a like most well, games have multiple voice actors? I'm going to say the, all the names of the games I have on the list. Okay. And if that's not enough, then I'll go more in depth. Oh, it, okay. I, I see what you're saying. It's an actor that has been in all of these games. Yeah. I got, I got okay. Oh, sorry. I wasn't okay. explaining it very well. Yes. I'll start with an easy one. Don't say that, because then we're not going to know it, and we're going to feel like idiots. I already feel like an idiot. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Troy Baker. Wolf Among Us. Walking Dead. Fallout 4. So it wasn't Troy Baker. Uh, Wait, 
Say them again. Batman Arkham Knight. Okay. Wolf The Wolf Among Us. Okay. Walking Dead. Okay. The Telltale One. And uh, Fallout 4. Dave Fennoy? Yep. Oh, yeah. Good job. Mm. Who do you play in Fallout 4? I don't know. Uh, I don't know who you played in Batman. I just knew he was in both those Lu- Telltale games. Lucius uh, Fox. Lucius Fox, yeah. And then uh, Max, and I and I just scribbled that last name, so. Sure, random NPC number 12. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Left 4 Dead, Half-Life 2, Dota 2. Gabe Newell. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. Jen Taylor. No. Uh, wait. Wait. Uh, J.K. Simmons? He's doing his portion. Uh, Left 4 Dead, t- uh, Left 4 Dead, he played Bill. I don't know. I... And Half-Life 2 played Father Gregory. And in Dota 2 played the Elder Titan. Yeah, I don't know. Jim French. I don't know who that is. It's Jim French. Uh, no, a regular on the Colgate Hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Injustice series, Lollipop Chainsaw, Final Fantasy X and Ten Two, and Guild Wars 2. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, in Lollipop Chainsaw, she played Juliet. Yeah, I don't know. In Injustice series, she played Harley Quinn. Oh, oh Tara's wrong. There we go. Oh, God damn it. Actually, no, I was. I was going to say Tonya Harding. <laughs> I Tonya. <laughs> Uh, By the way, watch I Tanya. That's a really good movie. That's uh, is it really? Yeah, it stars fantastic. Margot Robbie. She also played Harley Quinn. It is she fantastic. Did. Uh, so Fallout New Vegas, Doom. 3. A lot of Fallout on this thing, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Doom Three, Metal Gear Solid, David Hater, Kingdoms of Amalur, uh, Phil Lamar, Mm-mm. uh, Cam Clark. Yep. Cool. Could you just put Leonardo on there? Leonardo, Leonardo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's the richest guy in. What? Well, I know you. <laughs> I know he played Leonardo in the animated series. I didn't know if he did it in the video games. He probably didn't. So, <clears throat> uh, Sekiro, Near Automata, Persona Five, Mass Effect Three. I don't know the the cast of any of those games. Yeah, me neither. Uh, in Sekiro, he's a narrator. There's a narrator in that game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, Persona 5, he played, uh, Skuru Komoshida. I don't know. Just say it. Uh, DC Douglas. Oh, yeah, DC Douglas. Uh. I don't know who that is. I believe he also did the voice of Crash Bandicoot, but I couldn't confirm that. So... Was it a tie? When does Crash Bandicoot speak? Uh, the, the noises time. he makes. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so at the end of that, all Tom right. has two, and then you have one. All right. All right. So. It's uh, too hard, Shanae. Yeah, that was too hard. You said an easy one. Yeah, you made me feel like an idiot. Yeah. You so got, stupid. Well, the Dave Fenoy one was easy. I mean, I only knew two of those games he was in. And there's a lot of other actors in both those games. Yeah. Well, you know? I just know how, like, whatever. You played Bluebeard. You know who that is? Yeah. Yes. Who, who, who was that? It's not on the paper. It was on The Wolf Among Us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that's our game for today. He was the voice of your employer. 
for a while at least. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh so um <laughs> sorry, just got me off track. So that was our game today. Uh you can listen to us on in most podcast apps. Uh you can reach out to us on Discord, social media. But uh that's our show for today. Should I end the show by saying bleep bloop ice cream scoop? Mm, bye guys. <laughs> bye guys. <laughs>